When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 11-year NFL veteran and vol for life, Ramon Foster, of course. At Ramon Foster, Jonathan Schaefer, at Schaefer on Sports. I'm Jason Martin, at JMR Radio. I saw somebody retweet this, a Steelers fan. Um, it, I don't know who this person is, but it's getting a little bit of traction. It says, deep down... Bud Dupree knows he was the product of consistent T.J. Watt double teams. <laughs> Bud Dupree was nothing without T.J. Forever grateful we never paid him. Bold take. We'll see how wow. that goes for you on Sunday. That's a bold really? take, Cotton. Want to know how that strategy yeah, we'll is going to work We'll out. see how that goes. And that's how we go to the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Dan Kavakovic from DK Pittsburgh Sports on the line with us. Dan, good morning. How are you? Oh, what's going on, Jason? How are you? We're doing hey. well. So, so based on what I just – if you heard what I just said – how would you address the Pittsburgh fan that suggests Bud was nothing but a product of TJ double teams? Well, I would suggest that doesn't really exist other than that one person. Bud got just a world of respect over the last couple of years here in Pittsburgh. He and TJ formed a bookend pair unlike any in football. All you had to do on any given week, as Ramon can attest, was to look at the caliber of the opponent's offensive line and say, "Nope, <laughs> there it was." You could predict the you could predict the outcome from that. Uh, Bud had a slow start to his career in Pittsburgh. Uh, he didn't have the immediate impact that you want from a number one, uh, you know, guy in your draft who comes with all that athletic pedigree and everything else. But once it came, uh, it came in a big, big burst. And people here definitely recognized and appreciated that. There's not going to be any rancor for Bud here at all. Um, as far as both sides go, DK, um, how, do, how do you view this matchup? Like, we, we look at the Vegas line, and I think it's even right now. Why is this even mm-hmm. with how Pittsburgh has been? And I know that's one of the, the most asked questions, but – why is this a pick'em type game? Because it's a pick'em type offensive line, and it's a pick'em type <laughs> defensive line here in Pittsburgh right now. Moan, I'm not just saying that because you're not here blocking at left guard anymore. But this line in Pittsburgh is, uh, especially the interior portion, left guard, center, and right guard is is a it, it's close to a catastrophe. Uh, and that, that's that's actually the kindest term that I can use to come up for it, you know, within FCC guidelines. <laughs> uh, they're, they're getting steamrolled. But then the defensive line comes along and gives up 200-plus yards rushing to Dalvin Cook up in Minneapolis. I was up there covering it. Still can't believe that I witnessed it. Mean Joe Green can't believe that he witnessed it. 
ends up trashing the Steelers' performance there, saying it's one of the saddest things he's seen. <laughs> this is the greatest Steeler who ever lived. Uh, it's a tough, tough time for both Steelers' lines. As a result, Moan, you just can't you, 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 you can't pick anything here, you know, because you can't say, well, Tennessee can't run the ball without Derrick Henry. Well, of course they can. Everyone can run the ball on this team. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You throw a lot of variables right out of the mix. And at the same time, you can't say that Tennessee's going to get away with whatever they want because T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith and Cam Hayward are going to be coming like crazy for Ryan Tannehill, and they're going to get him. So it's a, it's a weird, weird, weird mix. And it's going to be physical, and we know that, and it's probably going to be a little chippy. And so that takes me here. We haven't really talked about this a lot. Uh, Dan, but Chase Claypool, one thing the Titans were able to do to DK Metcalf in the second week of the regular season was get under his skin and cause him to kind of lose himself a bit. And you can do that to him. Well, Claypool's done a few things over the past few weeks that have led some to speculate about immaturity and a little bit of selfishness. Do you think that, that Chase Claypool can stay out of his own way to let his talent do the talking for him? I mean, I'd like to think so after the, the hellish 10 days that he's had since Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. For anybody of uh, in your listenership who isn't familiar with this, the Steelers are charging down the field. And, you know, that every uh, tick of the clock is precious. And Claypool makes a fairly routine catch for a first down and gets up and does a first down point. One of his offensive linemen, because... I understand that offensive linemen are the smartest people in football, right? Yes, Mo? yes, one hundred percent. Nobody okay, can so, ever dispute okay, so, that. Right, right, right. So Trey Turner comes over and sw- basically takes the ball out of his hands. Listen, you dummy, give me the ball, <laughs> so he can take it over to set it down on the line of scrimmage. And and you know, I asked Claypool after the game in the press conference, you know, what what were you thinking? And and he came back with this really convoluted answer about how you know he, you know wasn't his fault and something else and whatever and yeah he's had a lot of people talking to him Claypool has this week do I still think the Titans can get under his skin if they were to say something or poke him in a certain way yes absolutely you can't make something like that disappear in a week and a half. Um, to, to that same point in that group with Pittsburgh, like you said, the offensive line isn't great. The run game is probably the one of the worst it's been in a long time. But the receiver talent that Pittsburgh has, you mentioned Chase Claypool. What about Deontay and James, uh, James Washington and, and Pat Frymuth? What kind of, you know, uh, issues can it cause for this Titans defense? Well, Moan, you know better than anybody where that actually starts. Yeah. All of those guys. Um, you know, that starts with the, the Canton-bound franchise quarterback. Yeah. And when we saw in Minneapolis the Steelers start their amazing comeback, they're down 29 nothing in that game, and Ben Roethlisberger just says, um, this is, I'm sorry, I'm not done here yet today. And he starts firing the ball primarily to Deontay Johnson, who's now a, a legit Guys, even though you don't hear the name that much, he is a legit top 10 wide receiver in the National Football League. And I'm not saying that as an opinion. I'm saying that with statistical verification. Uh, James Washington stepped up when Claypool got benched. Claypool, when he came back into the game, made some enormous plays. Uh, Pat Fryermuth had the very unfortunate 
uh, situation at the end where it looked like he was about to catch the touchdown that would have, you know, continued mm-hmm. the greatest comeback in franchise history. And Harrison Smith, the safety uh, from Minnesota, swatted the ball away. But Fryermuth has been excellent. The Steelers have receiving weapons. They're apparently going to be moving more toward uh, the offensive style that Ben prefers, which is the no huddle. Uh, they're going to do that earlier in games because it's been effective, and maybe that'll open up the running game for Najee Harris behind this miserable offensive line. And you try to negate those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so who do you believe in in the AFC right now? And the answer can be nobody if you would like to go that route. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't go nobody after last night. I mm-hmm. can't go nobody after Kansas City wins seven in a row and the Chiefs have done it principally with defense. Like, anytime you see the Chiefs succeed, you're only ever going to hear the same two, three names, okay, including last night because, you know, Patrick Mahomes makes the pass to Travis Kelsey, and Kelsey goes all gronk right through everybody right down the field, and all you hear about is those guys. But the fact of the matter is the Chiefs' defense uh, has, has limited opponents to a dozen points a game over the last month and a half. Uh, That's where all of this is coming from. Uh, That, by the way, heightens the urgency here in Pittsburgh for the Steelers to take care of the Titans this weekend because their next game is in Kansas City Mm -hmm. uh, the day after Christmas. And that does not look like a winnable matchup for Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So they have to take three out of four, and the Titans are going to be one of the three if they pull it off. So do they pull it off? Who do you have winning on Sunday? Uh, You're going to stick me with that? Absolutely. (laughs) I want to make sure you're a villain, potentially, in either your market or this market. No, it's it's not that. You know, the the guy that's sitting there with you in the studio knows this infinitely better than I do. But this head coach will have this team ready to, to eat their way through chains. They'll be spitting acid by the time they come onto the field because of how they've performed uh, in Minneapolis, how they performed before that and getting smacked by the Bengals in Cincinnati. They're going to find a way to get to the line of scrimmage defensively, even if they have to use gimmick defenses and go eight in a box. They're going to do it to try to get some of that sense of being the Steelers back again. That is a problem for Tennessee. However, however, the tangibles on the ground, as they like to say, mm-hmm. remain that the Steelers don't have an offensive line mm-hmm. and don't really have a healthy defensive line. And that's a big, 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 big problem that if the Titans can't exploit it, then it's going to be shame on the Titans. Does it sound like I'm ducking your question, yep. here, Jason? You're, you're, you're okay, definitely good. dodging. Right. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't have one yet. I, I really don't. I, 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 if if you really force me to right now, I can't see Pittsburgh losing in this intangible circumstance. Okay, okay. I, I do think the Steelers will find a way at home in this circumstance to prevail. Floyd Dan Kavakovic Mayweather. 
<laughs> ducking and dodging, yeah. huh? Effective, effective. We we appreciate the time, Dan. It's uh, it's good to catch up with you. And I, I don't know why anyone would hire Ramon Foster, but you're you're someone who's taken that plunge. So more power to you and thoughts and prayers. I, I bet you they like a left guard, huh, DK? I'll bet you they take you back in a second, seventy-three, just like that, just like that. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate it, brother. Merry Christmas to you. Take care, Merry guys. Christmas, Indeed, that is uh, Dan Kavakovic.